0: You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Welcome to All Aboard, Teleperformance exclusive podcast that lets listeners travel without moving. We are very excited to take you all around the world through our very own Teleperformance employees who will serve as our tour guides, letting us into what makes their cities great. Each week, we'll explore new cities, cultures, food, traditions, cool spots, and get a glimpse of our employees' experience working with Teleperformance. Today's first stop is in Boise, Idaho, in the United States. Let us welcome today's tour guide, Dot Haas, a director of training from Teleperformance USA. Hi, Dot. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. We're so excited. So how long have you been living in Boise, Idaho?
1: Ah, uh, born and raised so i will say 28 years because i don't age past that um but i've been here my whole life
0: it's a good marker 28 20 is a great age so yep.
1: <laughs> i just i just celebrate uh like anniversaries of my 28th so i think that that's pretty good the crow's feet will say otherwise but uh 28 is good by me
0: it's a good age uh how long have you been working with tp within those 28 years
1: uh, 15 years. So I was hired very young.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, you were. <laughs> that is fantastic. 15 years. That's a hard mark to hit and tell performance.
1: Yeah, it's basically like 3000 years in Coulson, land. Um, We all know <laughs> that it, it ages us exponentially. So yeah, 15 years is a is a while.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. So what is a typical day for you in the life of Boise, Idaho?
1: uh well for me personally it's uh getting out of bed and tending to all of my animals um we've got four dogs and a cat uh and then obviously i I jump on my conference calls that that go back to back uh and and do my tp stuff outside of that on like a weekend where i have more time it's a lot more outdoor stuff i would say a typical day for any like boisean if you will is is the get up not even really early we have like the the third longest days um from like sunrise to sunset so a lot of folks get up and immediately are trying to get outside we're either watching like the hot air balloons or we're hiking up table rock um or or we're touring around some of the local places uh like the the old idaho pen um you then kind of mingle downtown you can go through the bass district and get some good food there uh, you head usually out to like the historic Boise or, or North End to Hyde Park, where you can climb up Camel's Back Park. I'm sure that at some point you've been there and ran down that huge hill where it's it's a death trap, but it's super fun. It's a fun death trap. <laughs> um and then from there there's always something going on so especially like in the the warmer months you've got the the outdoor venues that have music we've got all kinds of uh like a live after five and first thursdays that are downtown uh on the weekends you have the um, farmer's market and then again just a ton of festivals so you've got like hyde park street fair art in the park goddess fest uh tree fort shakespeare fest uh the so many, I can't even tell you the jazz fest. Um and then we usually like head home or to uh, friends to barbecue or have bonfires since we have really, really long nights in the sense that like in the summertime sunset isn't till around like nine thirty PM ish. And then it's not like fully dark until like ten thirty, almost eleven ish. So we got a lot of day to to hang out and, and do what we want.
0: Yeah. And when you Google Boise, a lot of the times, like the downtown city area looks up and it looks like Seattle, but everything you described, there's a lot of outdoor activity. Would you base like Boise is more of an outdoor slash city life? How would you really describe Boise overall?
1: Uh, overall, you know, the, the the first thing that comes to mind is always like outdoors. So the, the whole point of being in Boise is being outside, whether that's at a, a local brewery that we have um, or like we've got a lot of wine country out here. Um, we also produce a whole bunch of hops for beer. So for for local drinkers, it's it's fantastic. Uh, and then everybody's got dogs. So I, if you walk downtown, all you see is like people on patios eating or drinking with their dogs, which is fantastic in my book. Um, but like city life, not so much like, yeah, we've got some clubs and stuff, but really people are trying to get out to, to the foothills that that are out there or, or going farther out to, to the lakes and to the rivers. Uh, fun nerd fact of the day, uh, Idaho has more uh, water riverways like rivers themselves than any other state in the U.S. So from like a fishing standpoint or for whitewater rafting or anything like that, we've just got a lot of outdoor stuff to see.
0: That is fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely the perfect blend. I know in big cities it's hard to get to nature, so Boise's definitely it sounds like the perfect middle ground between nature and you know downtown living.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, I think my favorite part is this is going to sound super weird for for folks who don't have like wildlife adventures. I guess would be the the term I would use. Um, but it's really common to see like deer in downtown Boise. Uh, we've had a couple like cougars that have been loose, uh, which is funny because like for a Boisean we're like meh. Fred the Cougars out again and everybody else is like danger zone like this is not acceptable
0: (laughs) yeah definitely feel that I think there's a lot of things that would probably shock people that is basically normal for a Mm -hmm. Boisean and then you you would list a lot of fun things all the festivals and everything So, so for someone visiting the city what would be the first thing that you would send them to do first
1: um, if I gave the true Boise response is I would tell them something terrible to do so they wouldn't come back to Boise. Uh, would <laughs> you like to keep our secret secret here? Um, but if I'm being really honest, I would say, in all honesty, like the the first stop has to be some of the local food that we've got here, and I think we'll we'll cover that a little bit more later um but there's there's a lot of really good places to eat um you you've got to go climb up table rock it's a 45 minutes to an hour or if you're like me three and a half hours just depends (laughs) um to get to the top but you have a really really beautiful view over the the city of trees and you can just kind of see everything from not only like downtown boise but you can even see out to the the surrounding areas so you can see out to to meridian which is a like 10 to 15 minute drive from downtown Boise. Uh, So that's just a really good outdoor kind of experience. You get a good view. And then when you come back down to the bottom, there's the Idaho Botanical Gardens. So you can tour through and see all kinds of uh, local flowers as well as uh, just general gardens themselves. And then the old Idaho State pens there too. So there's, it's it's a really good area just to kind of knock out a little bit to do.
0: Yeah, and I have heard a lot of people, I mean, Idaho's number one statement is the gem state, so Mm -hmm. I have heard a lot of people refer to Boise as kind of like the hidden gem. Mm -hmm. um, Has a lot of fantastic qualities. Absolutely,
1: and it's funny because, like, we are totally the gem state, but everybody knows us for potatoes, so, like, I'm actually, like, doing this interview from inside of a potato. Um, I I sit in the middle of a potato field. When it hails, it's, like, tater tots. Uh, The sleet looks like the the shoestring potatoes. (laughs) A lot of folks, like, that's what... they they recognize Idaho for um but definitely the it's the gem state and then the the city of trees it's just really green and really really pretty
0: that is fantastic if someone was going to Boise what would be the perfect place for those to visit like who would be the number one attractive people who are the most attractive people well no no, like (laughs) yeah why would that like what's the most attractive feature for Boise for a lot of people
1: um, I think one of the biggest things that that stands out uh, is the Smurf turf. So uh, Boise State University and our, our recent success with our, our football team is is a big one. I think we're one of like two universities, question mark, that has um, artificial turf that's not uh, a, a, a traditional green color. Um, and in fun, another weird nerd fact is we have to replace the the field in sections because if we pull it all up, it's a mandate that we have to lay back down green. So um, every so often, we will pull up parts of it to replace. And then we sell those off. So I have Smurf turf in my garage because, you know, you got <laughs> to bleed blue. Uh, yes. um,
0: a great so, collection item.
1: Yeah, that's a cool place to go. Um, and then just like uh, downtown in general, the the state house or so capital is pretty cool. Um, it's heated by geothermal uh, stuff from the, the springs that go under the city. And then up warm springs is really pretty. Again, those are heated the same way. And then other attractive things, the Boise Greenbelt comes to mind. It runs right along the the Boise River. And so there's miles and miles and miles of of paved, so you can walk or run or or hang out with friends. And then once it starts getting hot, you can actually float the river, um, the Boise River that runs along that. So those are some attractive features, that route. Um, I would also say like another piece is, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, but I can't remember um we do because of the the location of boise idaho we're in a really good growing zone um for like wineries so we've got a local a lot of local uh wineries that you can do tours of in the snake river valley um and then again we've got like i think it's 15-ish local breweries um because we're in a really good hops growing area the only group in the pacific northwest that grows more hops than we do is washington and then it's us and then oregon so i think that those are really cool things for those folks that kind of like to relax and, and have something to drink.
0: Definitely. And then you said earlier at the very beginning, you had been with us for 15 years, which mm-hmm. is, like I said, a fantastic thing, especially not only to tell performance but call centers in general, that's trophy, trophy awarding years there. <laughs> um, so how would you describe your experience working with TB for those 15 years?
1: I like that you keep just hitting on the 15 piece. Uh, it doesn't make me... I'm, proud of, I'm proud of you, Dot. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm very proud of me too. I I think that it's the the thing I want to say about that is I've heard the same kind of story over and over when people rehash like their TP life experience, which is always, I only planned on being here for X amount of time. Like mine was six months. I, I took this job because it was the highest paying in Boise at that point. And I was like, I can figure it out. Like I can be semi nice to people for, for, (laughs) <laughs> for what we're paying and I really and truly had just planned on doing it for the six-month stint and then 15 years later like here I am uh, TP's done some really cool stuff for, for me personally and I hope that you guys th- that are listening have had similar experiences or that as you continue to grow that these are experiences that you get to have um, but I started out and, and like most people do on the phones so I, I went through a training class I took calls for about six months from there I went into the training department and I trained as a, as a new hire trainer for, shoot, seven and a half years. And then I went into training management. Um, and then here recently, I would say within the last, shoot, four years now, um, I've come into the, the director role. But I've done so much stuff that, that people who have been in their jobs for decades longer than I have. I've, I've launched nine domestic call centers. I've gone internationally. I've spent like nine months in the Philippines. I've been to San Salvador, I've done Jamaica. Um, I've been to Greece to learn how to facilitate uh, Lean Six Sigma Yellow Belt. So I've gotten a lot of really, really great experiences um, just for, for working at a job that I thought would be a temp job. Um, and and now I'm here and every day is, is a new adventure. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's a super stressful thing. But the the one thing that I hear all the time is the only consistent piece is change. And if that's something that that you like and can champion with, this is a fantastic place to be it's it's kind of like the island of misfit toys i feel like anybody who works in a call center
0: (laughs) i love that so much well it was a such a pleasure talking to you today and i loved hearing more about you learning more about you can't wait for more podcasts to come to learn more about all over the united states and more of our management so thank you so much for joining us today and i can't express enough how much i loved hearing about boise
1: what about you how did you like it go ahead and share this podcast see you later a performance on Spotify. Feel the connection.